Welcome, everybody, to the Direct and IRA podcast. So excited for today's episode because our government just gave us a late Christmas present as part of the new budget bill. We've got these amazing, awesome changes for retirement accounts that are going to affect you. That's what we're going to hit today. Okay, so Joe Biden just signed this law this week. Is that right? Yep, like the okay, 27th. I, two days late oh, after Christmas, you know, but still. Okay. And I was. I mean, you may see it down in the notes, but I didn't know if it was the Grinch that stole Christmas or Santa Claus was coming to town. What's your assessment? Which one do we have? Santa Claus came to town, baby. You did? Okay. All right. Yeah, Santa all Claus right. came to town. So, okay. Yeah. So lots of great stuff in here. There's some things that I was looking for that didn't make it. Um, we'll hit that. But um, lots of awesome things. And at the end of the day, you can do more Roth dollars. You can put more money away and you have more time to save and avoid paying taxes with your retirement account. That's the bottom line. I'm going to get, we'll get into the detail, but we love more Roth. We love putting more money away, getting a tax deduction or just saving in a tax-free manner. We love having Frankly, more time to do it. It's so weird. The government would do this because as Americans, we're already great savers, but all of us have incredible <laughs> savings accounts for retirement. Social security is on fire. I mean, it is cranking. I can't wait to get it. Yeah. And I, I just don't know why they need to pump the engine anymore. I mean, I'm ready to go. I mean, yeah. Uh, Millions well, of Americans have thousands of dollars at their disposal, ready to go tax-free. So governments hey, are, are sleep at the switch. I don't know. For those that are wise enough and and give a crap and have the discipline, these are the tools, baby. And they just got better. So, so these, are, these are the power tools if you use them right. Okay. Now, here's the okay. format of the show, everybody. We're diving into it. Is uh, I am going to be interviewing Matt and adding color commentary, uh, which means I'll annoy most of you, but I will keep it to a minimum. <laughs> Matt and I sometimes take turns on these topics. Uh, we have different areas of expertise and time at our disposal. Uh, Matt has been able to dive deep into this um, bill. He's also written at least one, maybe two articles and released those already on his blog. I recommend that many of you get over to mattsorenson.com and uh, you can get there through directedira.com, our law firm, and through uh, the podcast page. Make sure you're, please, uh, getting there, signing up for our newsletter because all of our articles go out in the newsletter as well. So Matt's writing on this. He's actually studied this. He didn't have Christmas Eve uh, or Christmas. He just, he just was waiting for this bill to be signed and read it all night long. I was so impressed. Yeah, I think Congress passed the bill like three days before Christmas, and then uh, President Biden signed it two days after Christmas. So, um, But, you know, I was in the Christmas spirit because I knew there was a lot of good stuff in it. So um, no complaints here. Okay, now yeah. we'll drop – there's a, the articles in the notes too for the show too. So you can just click on the link to get to the article at mattsworenson.com. But – all right. Let me hit the first thing that I love about this bill. And I think if you were the red hot chili peppers, what you would describe this bill as is Rothification. Kind of like Californication, Californication, whatever. It's like yeah. Rothification. It's a show as well. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Rothification. All right. Now let me explain what that means. First thing that went Roth. SEP IRAs and simple IRAs can now be Roth, 
right? We've had these simple IRAs and SEP IRAs for years, but you always had to do traditional pre-tax dollars. You got a tax deduction, but it grew and came out and you paid tax on the way out. Effective next year, you're going to be able to do Roth SEP and simple IRA contributions. You could still do traditional if you want, but they're giving the Roth option for simple IRAs and SEP IRAs, which is huge. One of the reasons we never loved simple IRAs for small businesses is because there was no Roth option, which there is in 401ks. So this is going to be an awesome change. And this begins in 2023. Yes. And we could probably do some Roth conversions on these accounts too, I take it. Absolutely. Okay. Yep, you're going to have a right. Roth. Yep. Now, for some of you, there, here's some quality color commentary here. <laughs> I know that some of you think we're Roth IRA or solo 401k. That's kind of been mine and Matt's, well, dog and pony show for a while. You know, it's either fund your Roth first. Well, always fund your Roth IRA first and then get over to the solo 401k if you can or the group 401k at work and do the Roth. But this simple and set are these stepping stones that do provide some unique opportunities. They're going to get you more money saved without having to go through the 401k hoops. If you do have employees, you're going to have to include them, but you don't have to put as much on the table for them as you might have to do with a safe Harbor 401k. And so when you're planning this coming year of rather than giving your employees a raise, you can say, you know what, I'm going to add a retirement account plan and maybe help attract those employees to stay longer. And instead of giving a raise, put money in their retirement account. It may be sixes for you. And the SEP and Simple give you some new tools. So I think that's a a really nice thing that we have the Roth feature now. Yeah. And um, there's more though. There's more Roth coming down the pipeline. The next thing that you can do Roth, which is pretty dang cool, is you can do employer matching in your 401k. And I don't care if this is your day job in corporate America, um, your matching contributions, the company match, which is employer contributions can now be Roth dollars. For those of you with solo 401ks, you want to do all Roth, the company match had to be traditional before and you had to convert it to Roth. It was kind of a pain. You can go straight Roth from the employer match. So matching dollars from the employer can now be Roth which is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, this is one I know it's going to affect a lot of our solo K clients, a lot of like even our 401k plan with our employees. Uh, many of you that have a day job that love to go all Roth, you're going to have easier ability to just go Roth hundred um, percent. I, the first thing I thought of when I saw this feature was um, that it keeps your food cold, which is sorry. When I said this word feature, I thought of Brian Regan in his standup. <laughs> Uh, routine. If you haven't w- listened to Brian Regan, is it's so good. Um, the first feature of this that I liked is this really bleeds into what we call the mega backdoor Roth or the mega Roth IRA. And so being able to get that match as Roth money saves a step, which if you've watched some of our videos on the mega Roth, this is a nice thing is it kind of fast tracks the simplicity of putting more Roth money away inside the 401k and still on top of your regular Roth. So you do your Roth savings, maybe you're buying a rental property, you're doing your investing, and then you go, okay, now I'm going to double down. I've had a good year and I want to put more away and I want it to be all Roth dollars. Then this is just great. So makes that mega Roth easier. 
Yeah. And now for those of you tax professionals or people that are like, well, how's that going to work? Because if you think about it, when the employer does a match, the employer takes a tax deduction. Any of you with a solo 401k, when you put in the match for traditional dollars, you're taking an expense. This is a deduction on the company's return. Well, there's going to be waiting on guidance from the IRS on how you're going to effectively do this. Uh, Presumably, it's going to be added to your W-2. We're not sure. Um, There's going to have to be guidance from the IRS on how this works because you're going to have to take it as income. Whatever the match is is going to be income to you because it is going to go in as Roth. So, um, So some of this will have to get worked out. But this is available now. This is in the law now. It's effective, frankly, already, right now. When Biden signed it on the 27th, it was effective. So this option's available. Now, there might have to be some plan amendments and stuff like this. So really, in reality, it's going to get worked out in 2023. But that one's happening now. Okay. All right. Okay. Another Roth? More Roth, Roth, baby? Yeah. Yeah. Santa Claus, if you watch the show, Santa Claus is coming to town. This is maybe his third trip to Somberville. Yeah. The Burger Meister is after him. More gifts. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I, I like this one. No RMD for Roth 401ks. Mm. Okay. RMD never applied to Roth IRAs. RMD is when you hit the age 72, you have to start pulling money out. Never applied to Roth IRAs. But Roth 401ks, you had to take out RMD still, even when he, when he hit 72, even though it was Roth. It's like, why do I got to take it out? The government isn't getting tax revenue on it. Why are you going to make me take it out? Well, they fixed that. No RMD now on Roth 401ks. And what we used to tell clients was, all right, just roll it out to a Roth IRA. You're 72. You can roll out of your plan. You're over 59 and a half. Just roll it to a Roth IRA to avoid it. Now you can stay in. It's also great for solo 401k owners who want to keep their solo K going and don't want to have to roll out for whatever reason. So um, don't stress, no RMD on Roth 401ks. Yeah, I like it. I, I, you know, you just put one foot in front of the other. And uh, pretty soon you'll be walking right out that door. So I think this this is if you're older, much like the Winter Warlock, you can avoid this RMD thing now. So did you like I that? You know, I threw I in. I didn't you know, even know Santa what that Claus. was referenced to. <laughs> what you haven't seen Santa Claus is coming to town. You just put one for a foot long in front of the other. Oh. Okay, never mind. Well, you know, for some of you old. School folks, see this. This shows the age discrepancy between Matt. Sorensen I, I mean, that was a joke for those approaching seventy-two. I guess. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are was, for people, you know, that fifty or older. You, you got to for that, yeah, that you point. Can, you got to love the Winter Warlock. All right. Now let okay. me say though, on this one though, this one does not take effect until twenty twenty-four. So, and I know we've got lots of solo K owners, and we have some of them in their seventies. Um, you still have to be taking RMD. Um, next year in 2023, you still got to do it for 2022, even though it's Roth, but 2024 is when that one goes into effect. Okay. Okay. This, all right. Now there's one more. There's one more in the Roth, the Rothification. Okay. This one's, this one's interesting. Unused 529 plan funds can be rolled to the Roth IRA of the 529 beneficiary. So if you've been saving up 529 plan funds, kid doesn't go to college, or maybe they do and you don't use it all, you've got no one else to move the 529 to, another kid or, or, or grandchild or whoever, whatever family member you can't move it to, well, you can roll up to $35,000 to a 
to the Roth IRA of the 529 account beneficiary. And then they now have a Roth IRA with up to 35K. And that 529 plan funds are growing and coming out tax-free. I love it. I, I'm actually working on a 529 article. Uh, we've talked a lot about on the podcast the, the balancing act between 529s and Coverdells. And this is one of the problems. You get all this money locked down in the 529, and what do you do with it? Do you bounce it to another family member, a grandchild? And I love that the longer you have the 529, you can just get it out of there and put it into a Roth. Um, I just wish they would have played with the the Coverdell. You know, these 529s get so much love, and it's because Wall Street makes money on them. It just makes me mad. But, well, anyway. But, okay. All right. Now, business owners. You said there was a few things in there for the business owners. And I'm going mm-hmm. through the bill here, too. And Yep. Now, I was going to say for the 529 plan funds that the money had to have been in a, the 529 had to be in existence for 15 years though. So just keep that in yeah. mind. It's not like you're dropping the money in when your kid's 18 and they don't go to college at 25 and you, you can throw it to a Roth IRA. That's not going to work. You had to have the 529 yeah. for at least 15 years. And what I noticed too is that it takes the place of your normal contribution. So if you were going to put in six grand, you don't get to put in your six grand and pull over this money from the 529 you can just take the six grand from the 529 so you're that's what i saw matt did you see that that it's kind of um it's it it ruled that 35 grand is rolled into the roth over time and replaces the normal contribution is what i saw but maybe we'll get more it's just i i didn't know that i didn't see that part um okay so I thought it was just it's a maximum aggregate of thirty five k. I didn't know that it had to be pieced over as part of the contribution. But if I can find that part in here right. while we go on to the next topic. And even when you said covered L's, covered L's might be able to do it too. I just haven't got into that yet, guys. The bill's been signing a lot for a few days here, and it was yeah. seven hundred and fifty pages. So, um, and reading it is like you have to have like a decoder. I feel like there's like a decoder and like a, a map. It's like because it doesn't read like you have to say this part of the law is changed by inserting the word and and adding it to section 401a dash b subsection i you know it's like oh, okay yeah, well, yeah. so it's a little more tricky than you think. um yeah. go to law school for okay so yeah yeah all right let me before i get to the employer um well, I mean, I can hit employer. There's there's a couple of cool things in the bill, though, that I want to hit. But um, so that that was first theme is Congress went more Roth, really. And the reason Congress loves Roth is because you don't get a tax deduction. So the government's like and the current Congress in power is like, well, we want to spend your tax revenue when we give you tax deductions on traditionals. We get less tax revenue. It's less money that the government gets to spend, that Congress gets to choose how we what we do with it. So they're like, if we just let you have more Roth, that only affects us later down the road. We're not going to be in office by then. What do we care? So um, it's a win for Congress because they get more money to spend by doing more Roth options. And it's also a win for us because we love Roth. That gets to grow and come out tax-free later in retirement. So that was a theme of this Rothification. It's kind of a, a win-win for our Congress and for us as savers and investors. Well, 
Well, and I'll just report back. From what I'm seeing here is that it is the, the rollover from the 529 to the Roth is subject to Roth IRA annual contribution limits with a $35,000 maximum lifetime rollover amount. So in, theoretically, it might take five years to or six years yeah. to get that money rolled over. But we'll see. We're going to get more info on that. And I really want to do a 529 article on this. But yeah. Again, I love how Matt said this is a huge bill, and we're just trying to give you immediate updates that are exciting. So, okay, yep. Matt, you choose next topic on this. Okay, let's let's hit RMD actually. So, RMD required minimum distributions. Remember, doesn't apply to Roth IRAs, and starting in 2024, it doesn't apply to your Roth 401k either. But for all your traditional accounts, um, RMD is going from age 72 to 73, starting next year. That's awesome. I know we got hundreds of accounts at Directed IRA that are like, sweet, I get another year of RMD, and it will be up to 75 by the age 2033. So life expectancy has been increasing, so they're giving us more time um, where we're forced to take money out of our traditional IRA and 401k funds. So RMD, buying more time. Also, the penalties for not taking RMD have been reduced. There's a 50% penalty for missing your RMD. That has now been reduced to 25%, and they've put in some correction processes on how to do that. So that's that's a fix. I've worked with many clients that have had to try to get out of RMD failures, um, some success, some unsuccessfully. So, um, so they gave a little relief there too. Now, let me, Matt, if you don't mind me commenting here. I know when I hear the word RMD, and I've been in this business for 20 plus years, it gets a little hazy. RMDs can be a little confusing. And so for those that are listening, let, let's just step back for just one to one minute, 90 seconds. I can do this. Keep in mind, people are living longer. Some like to joke, you know, 60 is the new 50, 70 is the new 60. And this plays into it. And so the old rule was that if you've got all this money sitting in your retirement at age 70-ish, this was 70 and a half years ago, and it's been getting slowly pushed out further and further, is the government said, you know what? We don't want you to die with this money in your retirement account. We want to freaking tax it. So we're going to set these tables up based on life expectancy and require minimum distributions from your IRA or 401k, if unless you're still working, but we want this money to get taxed. Now, I'm so oversimplifying it. I know for some of you out there that are experts, but for the average person, that's where RMDs come into play. And so your mom, your dad, or some of you that might be pushing close to 70 have thought, I don't want to take this money out. I'm still working. 70 is the new 60. i got a small business. I want to let this money ride. So the strategy we've been talking about for over the last few years, at least, is if you can get that money converted to Roth, chunk it over to Roth, pay the tax now, get it over with, go invest it, get it appraised, start growing it. And get it in a Roth position and maybe even self-directing, which would be stellar, then RMDs don't apply. You don't even have to worry about this required minimum distribution crap. And so the government here is saying, we're going to push the dates out further. But if you have Roth in here, 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 and here, you don't even have to worry about it. Is that a fair summary, Matt? Mm-hmm. So yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So now a lot of people just keep, of course, wanting to defer it more you know, they're like, I don't want to start taking it yet. You know, I don't need to. Uh, this is like my last resort account. Uh, you know, I'm using all my other income. I'm still working. I don't need it yet. So uh, buys us a little bit more time. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one. 
This is kind of cool. Bigger catch-up contributions for those 60 to 63. So there's four years there, age 60, 61, 62, 63. Right now, your catch-up contribution in a 401k, excuse me, and this is you solo K owners too, is 6,500 bucks. But at age 60 to 63, for those four years, you get to do 10,000. All right. I don't know why they did this, put in this weird little angle. This is, you know, this is sausage making. Um, but that's what it is. This starts in 2025. Now, there's another theme to this. If you are high income. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah, catch up contributions have to be Roth. Which is still cool. We're like, well, I mean, that's not, I love Roth anyways. But they said if you're high income, you can still do it. But it has to be Roth. We're not going to let you do traditional. Now, the high income is one hundred forty-five thousand, and this is per individual for their account, not your. You, you know why I bet you they did it that way is because it made the bill uh, revenue neutral. Because by letting them do it with Roth, they know they're going to get taxed on the money first. So they're like, "Hey, if high incomes want to pay tax and then put it in, let them do it with Roth." I love that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now here's a little interesting twist on this one. Um, is that 145,000 limit there is wage income specifically. It is not your total income, other business income, rental income. It's specific to your wage income. So self-employed people might be making a lot more than that. Um, uh, but you, you know, you might want to go Roth anyways, but you can have, yeah, I don't even want to tell them that's available. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Do Roth. That's where the money's at. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, so good call. all right. Just a little nerdy anecdote there. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let me, let's talk about for business owners now. Now, remember if you're a solo K, um, we can do matching contributions as Roth, um, which is, which is awesome. If you got employees that want to do Roth, this is a great option because that is a huge part of this bill is, the employer and the match, you have the election, you can do Roth. Now, for the business owner with employees, Congress is like, we want you to start offering 401k plans. And they're giving a credit up to 100% of your startup costs for the 401k if you have up to 50 employees. If you have more than that, then you don't get this credit, but they're giving 100% of the startup costs you get as a tax credit. Um, to the business or business owner. And also there's up to a 1000 per employee credit for those who enroll and are participating in the plan. So this is a huge perk. This goes into effect in 2023 for those of you who are like, ah, it's about time I do a 401k for my small business, for myself and my employees. I can't do the solo K, but I can do a plan for um, the benefit of me and my employees. Then you can get this credit. Solo K, it doesn't work. Um, but for business owners with employees, basically you get your plan paid for, so, but in the form of a tax credit, all the startup costs. I love it. I love it. Matt, uh, thank you. Now, um, there is some, I don't want to say bad things, but there are some things that- I knew the Grinch was in there. I knew <laughs> the Grinch was going to come. I knew it. You know, you were tricking me. You know, I know. You know, I, I had to sneak it in here at the end. You know, yeah. Okay. So let me hit a couple bummer parts of the bill. Now, first for the business owners, if you start a new four hundred one k plan, 
This is where you slide the candy cane out from under Cindy Lou Who's fingers. You know, you're like, oh, this bill's great. But then she, you fall asleep, the Grinch slides that candy cane out. So, just, well, you know, Matt, you know, has his okay. evil side too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm just you're reporting. Just, I'm just reporting the news. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't get to decide what it is. I'm just. I'm just a reporter. All right. So, all right. Here's a couple ones that are just. Eh. I mean, the, the first one's not that bad. I just should know about it. If you do a new 401k plan now, this is for new 401k plans set up. You have to do automatic employee enrollment. Right now, you basically say if you want to opt into the 401k when you qualify, you can. But new uh-huh. 401k plans set up, you ha- the default is we're automatically enrolling you when you qualify at a specific percentage. And we're going to ratchet you up a s- certain percent over time unless you elect out of it. So they've put defaults to force people to save in a 401k and force enrollment. The employee can always opt out. But the default now is um, the business has to auto-enroll them when they qualify well, for the plan. You know what? In some ways, it doesn't matter because you only have to match if the people contribute. So if they don't contribute, there's no harm, no foul from an right. employer's But if you have bank. to auto-enroll them, you auto-enroll them at a certain percentage, so then you will match. You're going to be matching. Well, you auto-enroll them so they can still choose. You mean you auto-enroll them at and start forcing percent. them to take money out of their – Yes, it's going to start – So they have to – so they have to electively opt out then. Yes, they have to affirmatively uh, elect uh, out in writing. So right now the default is you don't enroll them, right, unless they opt yeah. in. So they're mm. flipping it and saying, no, they automatically participate unless they opt out. You mean Americans because, are dumb enough that they wouldn't do yeah. the match anyway? So They know ha- that we, people are lazy <laughs> and they just take the path of least resistance. <laughs> and so – they're like, oh, we're going to flip this around, which I get it. It's going to help people save more. That's actually a good thing, I think, at the end of the day because it's going to help people save more actually. Um, and for those that can't afford it or don't want to, they they can affirmatively opt out. So, um, But that will cost some business owners more money because you'll have more matching you'll need to do. But again, this is good. It helps your employees. Okay. Now, um, here's another bummer one. Um, and this is for some of you solo K owners with part-time employees. There was a new law passed a couple years ago, Secure 1.0. This is now some of these retirement provisions are called Secure 2.0. Okay. But basically it said, hey, if you have part-time employees, you have to include them in the plan. The old rule used to be well, you only had to include full-time employees. But they changed the rule and said, nah, even your part-timers – you have to include them in the plan if they work for you for three years. Well, now they just cut that to two years. So now any of you solo K owners or any of you business owners with employees, you have to offer the 401k plan even to your part-time employees once they've worked for you for two years. And for you solo K people, if you got a part-time employee that's been with you for two years, you're, the solo K is no longer going to work. You're going to have to go to more of a group plan. So the part-time rule changed from three to two years when a part-timer qualifies under the plan. Well, I, well, again, it's good. I I mean, (laughs) it just makes you clean house more often. You just got to fire those employees that are dead weight. That way you keep them out of the mix. I mean, did I, (laughs) did I just say that? Was that my inside voice? 
Oh wow! I mean, I, I was okay. Why? <laughs> 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 I can we edit that out? Okay. Anyway, all right. Keep going. Yeah. Any other bad news, Grinch? Okay, the last piece of bad news, okay. and this is probably the worst of it. A prior version of this bill that passed the House overwhelmingly had a fix on the private transaction rules for those of us, us that self-direct. And the fix was right now under the rules, and this has been the case for private transactions, if you commit a private transaction in an IRA, you lose the whole account. We call it the death penalty for committing a private transaction. You lose the whole dang account. Well, the House bill, the prior version, fixed this and said, eh, if you've got a $100,000 account and you commit a 10,000 privated transaction, we're only going to disqualify the 10,000 privated transaction amount. We're not going to blow up the whole $100,000 account. And that's how it is for 401ks and other employer plans with privated transactions is there's only a penalty on the amount of the privated transaction. We don't blow up the whole entire account. Well, that was fixed in the House bill. But when this got to the final sausage making, something happened. I don't know. Someone on the Senate side, some people fought this. And the outcome was that got axed. So we have the same privated transaction rules, essentially. There's no fix on the privated transaction penalty. Um, that was definitely the Grinch that came in and uh, stole that gift away because that present was like bought, uh, made in the North Pole, whatever, wrapped, sitting under the tree. It was passed by the house. And some yeah. Grinch came and snuck it away and said, no, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, and this is, again, why self-directing is a proactive strategy. For you out there, and you're listening to this podcast because you believe and know and have experienced higher rates of return, more control, and more success, self-directing your own account. And it just means you've got to know the rules. And God bless you for listening to this podcast. This is what we're trying to do is give you the rules. And and uh, we sometimes get bored going over the prohibited transaction rules on our podcast, but we always get comments of people going, thank you. I didn't know that was a problem or that was a issue. And, and we just think it's old hat. Well, yeah, of course you can't pay yourself for, you know, mowing the lawn on your rental property, but no, you can't. And so yeah. even though these rules are hard, they, um, Congress has given us a gift. They've said, Hey, you know, you can self-direct. There's just some boundaries and you need to know what those boundaries are. They may be invisible to you or me, but there's boundaries there and we're, mature adults and we can respect those boundaries as Brad or AKA Orlando would say to his brothers before they tag team him in the front room of his father's house. But I'm just saying those yeah. are boundaries. Okay. I just want to throw that out. Yeah, I do know that reference. I got that one. Okay. I got that one. Four Christmases. Yeah. Definitely. A, Thank definitely you. A holiday classic. I got that. Yeah. One. You know, last night we played a uh, Kahoot for those that don't know Kahoot. It's a fun little application where you can set up your own games and we, played Christmas movie trivia and uh, just want to say I'm, I'm ready to roll, you know, whether did you it's, clean uh, up? it's a, did you impress? Oh, yeah, I cleaned up. it's a wonderful life. Christmas story, elf, die hard one and two, because two is in the snow. Uh, arguably one of the best Christmas movies of all time. I, I mean, we had it all. I mean, we really covered it all. Rudolph to miracle on 34th. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. legit. You know? Home so, alone. You throw home alone. Yeah. Love that. Christmas with the cranks. We had that in there. Uh -huh. 
Uh, okay, I'll hit you with one question here. That's for all of you out there, here's a good trivia question. What Christmas movie involves Jack Black and Cameron Diaz? Holiday. There you go. See? Boom. See, that was a good one. You know what's also a good Christmas movie? Underappreciated. Jingle all the way. I think that's what it's called with Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I have. I am not a, been a prolific watcher of that. So it's, it's on a regular basis, it's not bad. Hmm. Um, I haven't been able to get into Sol- Polar Express. I just, uh, I just don't know what it is. But yeah, you know. Well, but Scrooge with Bill Murray always makes the list. Uh, oh, anything you. Bill Murray. You could say Bill Murray. Anything makes the list. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, okay. I don't know. I. I, uh, Matt, I, I had some summary comments, but is there anything else in this bill you want to let everybody know before they there term- is a lot more in the bill, but yeah. uh, <laughs> those are the greatest hits, at least that I saw that it will affect most people saving for their retirement. Um, and again, I think the good news is we get more Roth options. We're going to be able to put more money in. We have more time to use it. So, um, I think the bill is a win. I'm excited for some of the things here. I know a lot of our account owners at Directed IRA are going to benefit from any of these provisions and options. And um, we'll be writing more on this, covering more on it as we get more details. Um, because sometimes, you know, we're missing something that's really big. Um, one that I actually did not mention is um, that one new provision in the bill is there's something called employer plan um, correction resolution system. This is a part of the DOL that if there's like errors in 401k plans or mistakes made, you can apply there to say, Hey, we did this. It was a mistake. We fixed it. Basically tell us it's okay. Um, and that's been a good fix that 401k plans been able to use, but IRAs did not, we're not eligible for it. Well, they're allowing IRAs to be eligible for this so that if you have mistakes or issues in your IRA, through your custodian, you can apply to have a fix made. Um, and this would be a nice thing because over the years, I've spent so many time on calls with clients advising them. And they're like, yeah, you screwed this up. I'm like, well, there's nothing you can do. Like report it on your tax return and tell the IRS. They're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. It was just a mistake. I mean, there's no method to fix this. Now there is. Okay. So um, there'll be this correction resolution system that will be specific to IRAs that was put in the bill. And I think that starts in two years. Good stuff. Matt, thanks for your hard work diving into this bill during the holidays. Certainly not anything we any of us would want to do, but I appreciate your hard work. Okay, I want to make my challenge to all of you on our uh, final podcast of 2022 here on the Directed IRA podcast. Here's my challenge to all of you, and this is something I'm going to do too. I've got my MJK calendar that literally go to print today. They'll be out within the next two weeks. If any of you want to get a copy of the calendar, it's got all of these little dates and numbers that are provided here um, through the, the retirement account options and things like that, deadlines. But I'm going to write it here in my calendar. And that is, what is your goal to save this year? In 2023, people set a goal of how much you're going to save. And if you really are being proactive here, how much you want to have in savings or contributions in Roth money or in, and or traditional money, or what's your goal of total value of your retirement account by the end of the year? Uh, write it down. 
visualize it, manifest it, put it on at the top of every, uh, on the calendar this year, I put over on the right side of each month, uh, action items and goals and thoughts for the month. Like what, what am I going to try to do this month? Write down that number there. So every month when you flip it, you see that there's my goal. So you don't forget about it. You think about it and make an active plan. Sometimes we just take this passive approach. Yeah, I'll put money in. Oh, I'll put money in. But really get engaged in the process and set a goal for yourself this year. We're going to be here all year long, every week for the next 52 weeks, helping give you tips, strategies. We've got a great conference or two planned this year. One uh, that's just about investment alternatives and ideas to grow your account. I think you're going to love it. Um, we'll be there with you. Yeah, so excited for 2023. Going to be a big year. Remember, you still can make 2022 contributions, so don't knock that off yet. If you didn't make your 2022 contributions on your IRAs and stuff, that's still available until April 15th. Those of you with solo Ks, you got a little time still too, but be proactive about it. Um, and this is a message I'm trying to get out there, and I think we see what the success of clients is. Those that are engaged with their money, that are proactive, that take it serious, are the ones that have big accounts at the end of the day. You can't just set it to Wall Street and forget it. You can't just have wishful thinking about I'm going to do this and you know you got to follow through. You got to execute. You got to care more about your money than anyone else. And retirement accounts are an amazing place and way to save because of all the yeah. tax perks and benefits we get. So. But Matt and I don't care about your money. We don't. We don't. <laughs> you got to care about I your want own. You money. to care about your money. I mean, <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah. That's what I care about. <laughs> I care about you caring about your money. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, right. thanks everybody. Thanks for joining us. Have an incredible uh, New Year's holiday. Enjoy the Rose Bowl. Go Utes. And uh, we'll see you next week and kick off 2023. Thanks everybody.